Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Deuteronomy 7. Warnings. When the Lord your God brings you into the land where you are entering to possess it and clears away many nations before you, the Hittites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and stronger than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them before you, and you defeat them, then you shall utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them, and show no favor to them. Furthermore, you shall not intermarry with them. You shall not give your daughters to their sons, nor shall you take their daughters for your sons. For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he will quickly destroy you. But thus you shall do to them. You shall tear down their altars and smash their sacred pillars and hew down their asherim and burn their graven images with fire. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his own possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any of the peoples, for you were the fewest of all the peoples. But because the Lord loved you and kept the oath which he swore to your forefathers, the Lord brought you out by a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps his covenant and his loving kindness to a thousandth generation with those who love him and keep his commandments, but repays those who hate him to their faces to destroy them. He will not delay with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore, you shall keep the commandment and the statutes and the judgments which I am commanding you today to do them. 
promises of God. Then it shall come about, because you listen to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep with you his covenant and his loving kindness, which he swore to your forefathers. He will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, your grain and your new wine and your oil, the increase of your herd and the young of your flock in the land which he swore to your forefathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There will be no male or female barren among you or among your cattle. The Lord will remove from you all sickness, and he will not put on you any of the harmful diseases of Egypt, which you have known, but he will lay them on all who hate you. You will consume all the peoples whom the Lord your God will deliver to you. Your eyes shall not pity them, nor shall you serve their gods, for that would be a snare to you. If you should say in your heart, These nations are greater than I. How can I dispossess them? You shall not be afraid of them. You shall well remember that the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and all of Egypt, the great trials which your eyes saw, and the signs and the wonders and the mighty hand and the outstretched arm by which the Lord your God brought you out. So shall the Lord your God do to all the peoples of whom you are afraid. Moreover, the Lord your God will send the hornet against them until those who are left and hide themselves from you perish. You shall not dread them, for the Lord your God is in your midst, a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will clear away these nations before you little by little. You will not be able to put an end to them quickly, for the wild beasts would grow too numerous for you. But the Lord your God will deliver them before you and will throw them into great confusion until they are destroyed. He will deliver their kings into your hand so that you will make their name perish from under heaven. No man will be able to stand before you until you have destroyed them. The graven images of their gods you are to burn with fire. You shall not covet the silver or the gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, or you will be snared by it. For it is an abomination to the Lord your God. You shall not bring an abomination into your house, and like it come under the ban. You shall utterly detest it, and you shall utterly abhor it, for it is something banned. I've had many conversations with people involving uh, pagan traditions, and especially with Christianity today and a lot of what Christianity does to worship God and um, how they relate to pagan images or pagan traditions or pagan anything. God was pretty clear here. He said, go into that land. I'm going to deliver them to you. You don't need to be afraid. I'm going to take care of it. But here's the thing you need to do. No intermingling. No hanging on to anything they have that they've used for worship. Don't even don't even melt away the gold and the silver and use it. Anything that they have over in material possessions, you need to destroy it. Do not fail to destroy it. He says that he finds it an abomination when people use those such things to worship him. So that means that today, well, well first of all, they failed. <laughs> they failed. Just, let's cover that first. Um, God called for certain things to happen and most of the time they miss the mark so um their sons and their daughters did go and intermingle and intermarry they did start to mix 
the what God asked for them to do and what the pagans around them were doing. They even started to bring in some of those other traditions as part of how they worshiped God. So they they did everything that he said don't do. They did. And then the consequences that come from it are generational. He says that if you don't do all this, I'll protect you from all the diseases. Uh, There's going to be no one, no one, not one woman or man or any of your livestock who will be um, barren, who will be unable to have children. You're going to have blessings. Your, your, Your land, your business, everything is going to just be just a huge blessing. Just nothing but increase. So, he said, if you do this, then I will do that. And the people failed to keep up with their part of the bargain. And they sit by, and and then many times they say, well, God, why don't you do this for me? Why don't you do, well, what did he say to do for him? I mean, who's supposed to blink first? Why is it that we're so expecting God to deliver when we can't even keep our part of the bargain? And now it's so bad that it's a part of our actual, our religious traditions. How many times do you go into a church, and you may not even know this, but how how often can you walk into a church and see pagan symbols? You probably don't even know. You probably... I mean, I want to know. I want to know when there's pagan symbols because God said, don't do this. And yet we did. He also said, don't have any graven images of anything in the heavens. Yet, how many pictures of angels? How many pictures of God? Of Jesus? How many things do we see around the church that God said, don't do that? And the people said they wanted to anyways. One of the things that makes me the most sad is in having this conversation with people, the response is usually the same. Well, I love my God and I just want to worship him in my way. That's their response, which I fully understand. I love God and I want to worship Him my way. The way that I choose. Well, what you're also saying is, I love my God, but I don't choose to worship the way He asked to be worshipped. Those two statements can't go together. God said, this is how I want you to worship me. This is what I don't want you to do. And the enemy has so perverted it to where today, most of what God said don't do are now part of our normal practice. Father, I'm sorry that we failed. I'm so thankful for grace. But I know that you said your grace is sufficient and will never run out. But I I can't stand the fact that Just like when Jesus walked through your house, turning over tables and angry at the people 
who were bringing a bad name to your house. I feel the same way with the church today. That everything that you've asked us not to do, that are abominations to you. Or like here that you said that you have banned them. That it's it's they're prevalent in all of our churches today. Father, please forgive us and give us the, just clarity as to how we can handle this. That the powers that be, that the ones who are in charge can be shown that these pagan symbols, these pagan traditions, these pagan altars that are being used to worship you are doing just the opposite. I would rather that our church, called by your name, can be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.